the core is trust. I mean, there is no connection. There is no success without trust and trusted relationships. And what I'm hearing for the first time is a significant crossover between the ways that organizations think about building trusted and deep relationships with customers and applying similar techniques to build trusted, deep relationships with employees. And it stands to reason that, you know, happy employees, loyal employees, satisfied employees deliver better customer experiences. We've always known that to be true. It makes sense. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. One of the things that I love the most about the work that I do is this the possibility to cross-pollinate ideas from different areas, from different fields, and elevate each other because they are learning from some other industry, some other sector, some other silo or profession that can make them better at the same time that they are making others better. And to me, there's a lot that HR leaders and HR professionals can learn from those who work in marketing, sales, customer experience, customer success, because they have been in a journey of really focusing on, on the customers and serving them very, very well for way longer than HR has been in that journey. So today we are going to have a conversation around those topics with somebody who has been in this space for a long time around personal and professional success, helping the companies where she has worked design all programs and ideas to make sure that they are serving their customers really well. She has published a couple of books in 2020. Listen up, how to tune into customers and turn down the noise. And the other book was working from home, making the new normal work for you. So Karen, welcome to the show. How are you? I am doing well. It's great to be here. And I'm excited to have the opportunity to talk with you about success and what that means and how we can all access success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, for being here. And I want to begin by asking you this. You've been in the space of customer success, customer experience for a long time. And you, of course, are very familiar with the work that HR people do. If you were able to you know, extract from the brains of the customer success and prof professionals, extract some skills and competencies from their brain and instill that in the brains of HR professionals, what that would be? What, what would you extract from them and bring to HR? The core is trust. I mean, there is no connection. There is no success without trust and trusted relationships. And what I'm hearing for the first time is a significant crossover between the ways that organizations think about building trusted and deep relationships with customers and applying similar techniques to build trusted, deep relationships with employees. And it stands to reason that, you know, happy employees, loyal employees, satisfied employees deliver better customer experiences. We've always known that to be true. It makes sense. You know, when we like what we do, we tend to do our jobs better. When we feel appreciated and we have autonomy, we tend to perform at our best. Yeah. 
what I'm seeing and experiencing now is a crossover between some techniques about how to listen deeply, how to co-create, how to build trust and empathy and be a great listener and translating that mentality that says what's good to create connection with our customers is also good to create connection with our employees because at the end of the day, it comes down to delivering personalized experiences and ideally personalized experiences at scale. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for, for a long time, and I, you know, people who listen to the podcast and everything that I do, they know how much I love the HR and, and they know that whenever I say something that, uh, that it's just uh, maybe, you know, just looking into, into the past of HR to help us, you know, go forward. Uh, you know, one of the things that I mentioned is that HR for a long time was, you know, very focused on the transaction and the administration and little did we look into how do we help our people succeed? Not that we didn't care about them, is that the, the idea of helping them succeed for the organization to succeed was not on top of our minds. And now that's becoming a much more prevalent and relevant uh, you know, I, I idea for HR professionals that it's not just running the back office or the administration. You gotta make sure that your people have what they need to succeed. And that's when you know, bringing all these ideas from people like you who work in the space of customer experience or success, that's been so, so uh, rewarding for HR professionals. Well, and when I think about what's happening right now, the dynamic of the sudden shift in the way we work and where we work and what we expect from work means that so many leaders are turning to HR professionals and saying, help, you know, what do we do next? Where do we go? And so there's an opportunity to have an even more influential voice of impact and a seat at the table. And I think about this life cycle or framework of how can we come together and think about the future of work and apply this mentality of what's good for our customers is good for our employees. And I think about this in terms of four W's and the ways that our HR leaders can really contribute. And as I think about the future of work, it, it really in these four buckets is first of all, work. I mean, what is the work that needs to be done in the organization now? Next, the workforce. Who is it that needs to be doing this work that needs to be done? What skills does that workforce need? And then also, what are the greatest aspirations of that workforce? The next category is really the workplace. So where does that work need to happen? You know, and is that synchronous work or asynchronous work? And the last category is really workflow. Mm -hmm. You know, when we enjoy the luxury of standing up and looking across a cubicle or bumping some into someone in the hallway as a way to move work along or to handle our workflow, that's different than we when we have disruption happening. And so when I think about what our HR professionals can contribute to that conversation, it's substantial because it gives us a framework for a conversation that focuses on what matters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you something in the context of these four W's and how HR leaders can rethink the meaning of each of these, you know, uh, uh, four elements, four buckets in, 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 you know, for the, in the work they do. But I also want to connect that with this, this other idea. I think all of us are, a little spoiled these days with technology, right? 
And, you know, we can buy something on a platform with just one click. We can order uh, or hail a taxi with another click. We can book a room anywhere in the world with a couple of clicks. So we've been spoiled with, you know, the amazingness of all this technology. And that is that we now want to get the same sort of service from the people that are serving us in our companies, inside our companies. Our question is, wait a second, if I can order anything from anywhere in the world with one click, why is it that it's so difficult for me to get my PTO in my company, right? Things of the kind. So the question becomes, in, 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 with, this all, with, with all this overwhelming amount of things going on, how do we start prioritizing what truly helps people succeed? What, how do we make sense of it all? Mm. Well, you're looking in the direction of two critically important topics. And the first one is ease is about expectations. You know, you're describing a path that says there's some set of tasks in my life or our lives that we complete on a regular basis that someone has figured out how to make easy. And we bring that expectation into the workplace. Why can't something be easy? And I like to look in the direction of asking what I call the genius question. And the genius question is this, how could we make this easier? And the reason that that's the genius question is twofold. First of all, easy may not be a realistic destination that you can reach. I mean, it implies there's a finish line where something like HR or a regulated process or industry or complex technology becomes easy. That might be an unrealistic expectation in the context in which you operate. Easier implies we're going on a journey together. We are iteratively going to take steps to make something easier. And what's beautiful about that iterative process is everyone can participate and you can build and feel the momentum. And easier is something we can achieve little by little. It's a success that can show up moment by moment. And I think that's that's critically important. Yeah, I like the question. Yes, yes, the genius question. Well, and I think, you know, we all have ways that we tap into that moment of genius and think I could take out one click. Yeah. Right. Or I could say five minutes. And for me, what you're saying really comes down to a critically important construct, which is do the doable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're always going to have this overwhelming list of things that we believe we can do, you know, an ease of doing business portfolio that's stacked 10 deep that would take, you know, five years, $500 million and 5,000 people to accomplish. The reality is do the doable. What could you accomplish in the next five minutes? How could you move along that path to easier? You know, the, the way I, I love the question, and I, I am a, a little bit more blunt than you are with the, I, with the, that question, and I, 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 ha, I, I put it in, a different, in different terms, and it asks people in HR, look at your processes through these lenses. It, you're either adding value or adding waste. That's, that, that to me is, if there is something that is, pre, that is adding one click, like you said before, that you don't need that waste. You don't need that. That is extra time that people have to take from their days to perform that meaningless thing. That is extra lines of code that take more energy, more computer space. So from, from any perspective that you look at that extra click that you don't need is waste all over the place. Whereas if the click is fundamental in that process, then, well, you know, it's part of the value of whatever that process is bringing. So uh, I, I love this idea of looking either you know, your processes or systems through these lenses or through the question of how can we make things easier? I, I love that. 
And what I'm hearing you articulate is looking in the direction of a common myth or misperception that we have about success. I mean, so often we think success is about what we add and more often than not, success is a function of what we subtract, what we take away that no longer serves us. You called it waste. We all have excess, you know, outdated stories, outdated beliefs, one extra click, one extra meeting, whatever that looks like. Success is about more often than not what you say no to and what you take away than what you say yes to and what you add. Yeah, it's funny because you, 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 we hear from, from, from uh, you know, great leaders like yourself recommending people. It's not, just, it's not just about the work you do. It's also about what you say no to, right? Because what you say no to can add so much more value to you because now you can dedicate much more attention to what to what truly is valuable. You can innovate and whatnot. Saying yes to everything, which in the work in the world of designing processes means including everything that shouldn't be included at all in certain process. That that adds a lot of extra extra energy that should not be spent in those you know uh, things that do not add any value. Successful people, successful software, successful services always answer at the core one common question, what matters? Yeah. That's where the focus is and everything else melts away. I I love it. Let me ask you this question, Karen, as we're getting closer to to wrapping up our our chat. What we're discussing, if you you told this to, I, I guess, anybody, they would say, oh yeah, that makes sense. But that requires a mindset shift because then you're telling them what matters, how can we make it easier, how can we remove the waste and just add value. But when they go to their day-to-day operation, that's that's not necessarily how people how people are, are actually operating. You know, you find them sitting and designing a process and adding more and more stuff to control the most amount of things, you know, with that process. So if somebody's trying to change their own mindset, an HR professional, anybody for that matter, they are trying to change their mindset and say, I want to start looking at things from the perspective of how can I make this easier for everybody and what is it that matter? What would you tell them? How, how can they start this journey? Accept, adapt, accelerate. And here's the reality. We have choice available to us always on all the time. The choice to add, the choice to take away. Choice exists in the present moment when we say to ourselves, I accept this situation, this tool, this process, this person as it is presently without the need to to judge it, to change it, to wish that something were different, right? When we step into that place of acceptance, now that doesn't mean we like it. We're not resigning ourselves to something that we're not okay with. It just says, I accept that this is the state of affairs at this present time. Now, what can I adapt? right? What can I change? What can I modify? How can I tap into choice? How can I apply that genius question? How can I make this easier? And when you develop those questions and answers to those questions, you create choices. And when you do the doable off that list of choices, it allows you to accelerate, to create momentum. So I think about it as accept, adapt, accelerate. I love it. And and the reality is that you're describing a process that we do it We do it on a day-to-day basis in other areas of life. I don't know why we don't do it at work, but it's like a human process. It's not rocket science. It's a human process. And um, we just have to embrace it as, as, as you know, in, in, in what it means or we, what it could do for us and our organization. So this is why I love the cross-pollination of ideas. 
<laughs> well, thank you. And I, I feel like shifting our expectations about what's possible involves really releasing two words. I mean, I hear people say so often, you know, we should have solved this problem by now. We should be back to the office by now. And I feel like those two words by now put success and progress on a timeline. Yeah. You know, it, it's something that should have already happened. You know, we should have already realized it. And I've discovered that people who are truly successful and who can accept, adapt, accelerate, release those two words by now, because what happens is it allows success and choice to show up moment by moment, yes, not yeah, on some yeah. distant timeline or some past expectation. Absolutely. It's like a continuum, right? It's not, it's not a, finite, uh, a, a thing that you finish at any point. You are working on it uh, all the time. So Karen, thank you so much for coming to the Hacking Nature podcast and sharing all these insights with the community. Well, thank you for the opportunity to be here. And thanks to all the great HR professionals. I see you. I hear you. I know how hard you're working right now. And I look forward to staying in touch. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking Nature podcast. I will see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.